actually will be interviewing as a team. You are the best movers on the planet. So, bro, what kind of muscles you have? No. Bro, what kind of patterns you have? We're here to fuck shit up. The house immediately behind me is doing like uh, construction. So oh. I sat down out there and then I heard a drill go off. So I'm doing this for the listeners. I don't want to be inside, but no, I, I understand that. It's a better product. As well. It's all right. The, the kitchen's pretty nice. We can see where all, all the, the good cooking goes down. Yes, exactly. How's training been, buddy? Uh, pretty good. Um, I think I've upped some of my strength work, getting a little more on my chin-up rep, weight on my weighted chin-ups. Uh, my handstand push-up regressions are starting to look a little more like a handstand push-up, uh, in my opinion, so that's cool. Um, and mobility work is really progressing nicely. I've been doing some stuff at the bridge that uh, just kind of getting more dynamic with my bridge, more comfortable with walkovers and stuff like that, so... Yeah, all good stuff. Um, is there really much more to progress on mobility for you? Or is it more maintenance at this point done? No, I, people ask me that all the time. And it's, I want, I wouldn't be able to slide right into, I can slide into a front split cold, but it's yeah. not the most comfortable thing in the world. <laughs> okay. I mean, I got to warm up for, I got to do about 20 minutes of like stuff, middle split wise, to get into my deepest position. So I, both front split and middle split, I want to be able to access it cold more quickly. So okay um yeah that's kind of the goal for me on those two things are you gonna go uh eventually do slide into a middle split and then be able to slide out of a middle split possibly yeah i, I started that with the front split and then i i don't really know why i it's that's really taxing on hamstrings and yeah i can imagine and i got to where i could sloppily pull back out of it and i think i just smoked my either hip flexors or hamstrings one time and it turned me off for a couple of weeks and then I just kind of forgot about it. I need to get back on that. How would you like scale or modify that? Would you like support yourself with uh, like sticks on each side? Would you use a band? I did a drill I liked a lot was I would put a, I'd slide it. What you could do, well, what you could do is just work eccentrics as slow as possible. Like, okay over the top slow and then really pause in the bottom just before you touch because that pulling off is uh i don't know if it's the toughest part but it's definitely really hard yeah um and then a drill that i liked a lot was i'd put a a, a low resistance uh resistance band on a ring and i'd go right underneath it and i'd use that just as much as i need to to pull up um and that seemed to help help quite a bit and then I would also focus on popping back up. I'd just try to, I would do, when I would do reps of that, I would try to explode up as high as I possibly could. Okay. And so, I mean, I got to a point where I was probably getting almost, I was probably getting like halfway out of it just from the pop up. Yeah. Um, and then you just kind of like robotically just like scoot yourself up the rest of the way. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I think I, I honestly forgot about that. I think I just smoked myself one or two sessions and I was just like kind of deload, got back into it and just kind of like forgot a little bit. Mm -hmm. What have you been doing with the bridge? Um, like the other day I just posted this single arm drop backs, mm -hmm. like dropping back really slowly, just catching yourself with one hand, pressing back up. Um, I'm trying to, I'm working on trying to do a walkover right into a handstand. 
Oh, okay. Um, I've gotten a couple, but nothing like consistent at all. Just where you fluidly go right back into the back, like drop into the back bridge and handstand, and you don't lose your hand positioning. So I'm, I'm working on that as well. So with those things at this point in time, it's kind of like you're just doing the movement. There's not like a lot of accessory work that you can really work to like complement it. You're not going to do more T-spine extension to try to pop into the handstand uh, easier. My warm-up drill has been, and I posted this recently, this kneeling reach back. Mm -hmm. You can do it loaded or unloaded. It's, okay. uh, you've seen that drill where you do it with a band, right? Yeah. You do load it we call them loaded kneeling reach backs with the band mm -hmm. i do that unloaded for like 10 second holds three maybe four sets each side um i played around with them loaded the other day i don't think it matters too much and that just makes the when you go get into a bridge feel so accessible and easy and anything like dynamic where you're dropping back um because that movement i think you're using your spine you're putting your spine into even more extension so when you then go ask your body to do something like a bridge it honestly just seems kind of easy because it's not quite as much range of motion. So I warm up with a couple of those and then, yeah, I just kind of play around with stuff until I get a little too smoked. Like once the quality suffers, I'm, which doesn't take long. It's warm up for maybe eight to 10 minutes and then play around for 20. And that's really about it. And then I'm, I'm so smoked that I, I stop before I snap myself. <laughs> <laughs> is, is the bridge the same way with the, the middle and the front splits? Are you only doing that once a week? Or do you do that twice? I do that once a week, but I am just that kind of structure thing I just described. I do once a week, but I will like, if I'm at the park playing around or something, I won't shy away from just, I mean, if I'm holding up some handstands or something, it's a nice day out. I'll do a couple bridges too, but nothing like. Yeah, not a full test, training session. Not testing end range limits or anything like that. Okay, nice. I actually got a question for you because we were, I was talking about this the other day. Now that I'm finally back to doing handstands on my hands, um, you know, and doing the handstand pushups on my hand, the, the wrist is finally coming around. It's been, I want to say like 13 months. Rehabbing oh anything with wrists and fingers is just a fucking nightmare because- What did you do? So that's the thing. I don't even know what I did. I, 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 wow. I, had, I had a front squat session in that morning. And it was the day after Thanksgiving. And then we set up a mat at the gym and we did some, we just rolled. And I think my wrist got tangled up when rolling, but nothing at the time where I was like, oh my God, I just hurt my wrist. But later on that day, it started swelling up and like noticeably swollen. And I was like, this fucking hurts. And then, you know, by the next morning, I couldn't even put weight on it. Um, I so it was the, the day after Thanksgiving last year? Yes, the day after Thanksgiving last year. That's how long it's been going on for. But you have to understand that area has very limited blood flow. Um, so yeah, it's not, totally. It's not getting a lot of blood flow. So healing time is going to be super slow to begin with. Um, you know, on top no, of. I fell skimboarding like probably two years ago and caught myself. And it took, I mean, I was only doing stuff on P bars for probably two or three months. And then yeah. when I finally got on my hands, like limited range of motion, it probably took like a full six to feel like. Mm -hmm. and it's probably still only about 95 percent of the way there yeah. so i can totally i can't relate quite as much but i can relate a little bit well then also i i haven't done a very good job at rehabbing it you know like i haven't done enough um loading of the wrist on top of having poor circulation to that yeah. area um so i've started doing a lot more loading so and go figure it's starting to feel better uh, nice. so but now that i'm getting back into the the handstand work and also i had a previous injury there um, I dislocated my elbow on that side, and when I dislocated it, it was 
what's referred to as a foosh injury, so falling on an outstretched arm. Um, so I think there was some damage to the wrist that they didn't even notice um, because there's some nice what's referred to as bony protuberance. Like there's just a, mm -hmm. a massive like bone spur on what would probably be like my scaphoid. Um, but anyway, now that I'm back to doing handstands, handstand push-ups, my overhead position sucks because I haven't done it in so long. And I definitely need something to open up my lats. And like the lat try stretch just doesn't do it for me. You know, it hits, it hits the, the T-spine really good, but I need something for my lats for that overhead position in the handstand. What, what would you recommend? Um, of stuff I've done, I like that short, loaded shoulder flexion raises where your back is flush on a bench. Okay. And your so the bench is I guess perpendicular to your body. Your just shoulders are on the bench. Okay. And you have you know what I'm talking about, right? You yeah. have a, a lightly loaded bar, maybe twenty pounds, and you're slowly just going back into shoulder flexion. Okay. Um that one comes to mind immediately, but one I haven't played I one I've just played around with. I haven't done anything structured in my programming. I'm sure you've seen people do it like adjusting your rings where your body's kind of on the floor mm. and you can hold on with one hand and do these like gnarly like side latch stretches do you know what i'm talking about i know exactly what you're talking about yeah i've just messed around i've just seen other people on instagram post them and i'm like oh let me just set up the ring and just keep it there for 20 minutes and i'll go and it feels incredible i don't know what as far as like long term like is it gonna fix your problem but i would give that a go like it feels amazing especially if you feel like your lats are too tight yeah. like it is all lats it's a it's a nice it's a nice feeling i've seen one and i've done one too on like stall bars where it's a similar setup where you reach over and then you're almost like trying to form a c shape with your torso so you're are you facing it initially so i my shoulders are like so if, if i want to stretch my left lat the the stall bars are like here oh and gotcha and okay oh right 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 yep sideways so i've done that too i think the ring is more gnarly Re the rings even okay if you, if you set it up enough where your body is it's all about where it's positioned so okay. if it's like you set it up where you're and you'll be able to feel this where yeah the way you're positioned on the ground is you're kind of just your waist is just barely able to touch the ground okay that's it's just going to get a gnarly gnarly stretch so if you don't feel a stretch right off the bat just inch the ring up a little bit until you're you're feeling it okay i'll, I'll definitely give that a go especially because it's more accessible because i don't have stall bars um yeah i'll, I'll, I'll give that one a go because my uh since i really haven't done handstands that much it's and i'm also probably hesitating or i'm i'm almost planching on perfect purpose to not load it the wrist into too much extension um but I could probably use some better overhead mobility. And I think the lats would be a, a pretty good place to start on that since I haven't done much in the handstand. So I've probably neglected it. You know, one thing you might want to try, and this is kind of like coming full circle with my mobility like <laughs> yeah. journey, uh -huh. is you know those voodoo floss bands that Kelly Starrett like kind of okay, made yeah. famous? I've been using one of those. So I get an aggravated like deep inner thigh if I've done like aggressive amounts of dragon squats and middle splits okay and so i don't know what even made me want to do this i started like wrapping that around my tight spot like doing some caustic squats with it there just stuff that mm -hmm. lightly stretches at it some uh 
like step behind shrimp squats, kind of yeah. mimicking dragon squats. And it's awesome. Like it didn't, I won't say it fixed it, but it made it like almost immediately allow me to, the irritation uh, subsided like noticeably. Interesting. Um, and so I remember back in the day using that for a whole manner of things. So <laughs> if you if you have access to one of those, I would give that a go just like, what while you're warming up your wrist maybe wrap it on there and go through it it's uh i think the quote unquote science is that like once you remove it you get an influx of blood flow to that area so mm -hmm. if if uh like you said if that area doesn't have a great blood supply that that could be a good way to good way to assist it you know that's a great suggestion actually regardless of even what's going on and this is the thing with a lot of things people ask me this all the time you know like if somebody tweaks their shoulder or tweaks their hip or something um, and this is kind of a segue. They'll be like, hey, should I ice it? Should I do heat? What, what should I do? And like outside of the things that like heat and ice are contraindicated for, it it doesn't really matter. If you think it's helping, it's helping. You know, if you're someone that likes heat, oh, yeah. throw some fucking heat on that shoulder. You know, if me wrapping the voodoo band and moving it around feels good and then I can do my handstands and it doesn't hurt, fuck, it, it works. I could care less if it's, if the supple leopard's full of shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, if it, if it helps, so I, I don't even really care about the, the, the literature or, or what, it, what it's supposed to be doing if, if I find it helpful. Um, so I think that's something to keep in mind for a lot of things. You know, if you think it helps, do it. Yeah, and I think, I mean, granted, the sample size here is one, but <laughs> I've only done it three times for one minute to 90 seconds each time okay. mm -hmm. and it's feels almost gone 100 so, success rate in yeah those and i was three it minutes. was nagging me it was nagging me to a point where i could still do the movements the middle yep. splits and dragons but it was like it was creeping up to like a four out of ten on a pain yeah. scale getting closer to a five and now it's like a two maybe a one so and is it only with the dragons in the middle splits not like back squatting or anything else um, it might be much lower on a, on a pain scale during back squats, but I don't, I don't notice it enough to answer that question. Uh, maybe a little bit, but it's obvious on those two. Yeah, well, well, the, the sauna should be helping just everything, right? How's that thing now that you have it set up? Oh, it's fantastic. It's, it, <laughs> it, it peaks at 230 degrees. Well, what is that? It won't, it, it won't sustain that. It's only like, like when you initially pour a bunch of water, it'll hit that, but then yeah, it'll yeah. level out at like 205, 210. Um, and that's 205, 210 at like head height. So like your body is probably sitting at like 190, something like that. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, I've done it 20 minutes every night since I've got it. Like it's, uh, you're getting your money's worth. Oh, totally. It's incredible. <laughs> and do, do you enjoy it more than just doing, like, do you like alternating back and forth? Oh, I love that. Yeah, I, I only do that two to three to three times a week, though, just because okay. it's it's just time consuming. Um, yeah. I can get free ice at work, so it's not bad. It's just it's time consuming. Look, man, I was thinking about when I was messaging you the other day, I was thinking about buying one of the uh, the actual cold plunges because I just got a new apartment that has like a wraparound balcony. So it's a massive balcony. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I was thinking about putting one of those cold plunges out here. Um, Cause then I wouldn't have to worry about ice or the water or cleaning it out or anything like it would, yeah. it would stay cold all the time, but it's that cold plunge is probably as much as your fucking sauna was. So I'm uh 
They look sleek though. I'll give them that. They no, look pretty They do. Cool. I think oh, we've yeah. talked about this on another episode. It's like a it's like a piece of furniture. I could put some like fig trees right next to it. And it, yeah. it, it would look pretty fucking awesome. I think I'm gonna put a squat rack on the balcony too. Uh, oh damn, I gotta see this this balcony. That sounds... Oh, it's, I'll uh, I'll get a, a video for you and send it over. And I because I've got I've got like a big open area that's probably the size of like your deck. And you guys inspired me. I'm gonna throw a TV out there, get a, a little couch action. Yeah. Um, but then there's like a it wraps around and there's just a long strip that you really, you know you. I guess you could put some chairs, but there's no point to have random chairs on the other side of this. No, you know. dude, move, movement space, boom. Yeah, exactly. So I figured, you know, like cold plunge, you know, squat rack. Um, Are you on the bottom floor? So I'm on the, the third floor. Third. Are you in that same apartment complex? <laughs> Not only am I in the same apartment complex, I'm on the same floor two doors down. You just went to your apartment or something? or So so literally the the apartment two doors down for me they were moving out the other day or like uh last month so i went to the front office i was just like hey what's the what's the price for the the two bedroom let me go take a look at it um and the so the weird thing is the price fluctuates um so based upon the market one day it could be like eight hundred dollars more as opposed to another day and it all depends on when you sign the lease um you're locked in at that price though right yeah so you lock into that price okay so you know they shot me an email one day and they were like because it was a little higher than what I want to pay. And they shot me an email a couple of days later and they were like, Hey, the price dropped down to this. Um, and I was like, take, take it off. Like, give me it. So <laughs> I moved on Sunday, but it was literally like carrying furniture. It'd be like carrying furniture from your, your back deck to your front door. I just did that for like three hours. I would carry. Oh, cup awesome. cup. Yeah. It doesn't even count as a move. Um, it was super can easy. So yeah. Can, I you pick, can you pick up your computer and show me the porch? Let's find out. Let's I kind of want to see this. <laughs> Unplug I'll this start uh, decorating plans in my head. I, I should talk to your wife about that. All right, let's go outside. It's not too dark yet, so let's see. I want to get the, the door. Let's give you the full effect here. So walk out. Okay. You got the, the wall right. Yeah, I'll just walk out this way. So... This I'm standing against the wall, so you have all this space right here. Oh, you're on the corner. Nice. Yeah, that's baller. You walk around here. Corner suite. Yeah, you can see that you can see the pool right there. And then this is like the long ass strip I was telling you about that I'd probably just put the cold plunge. Yeah, sweet. At the wall right there, throw up the TV, stealing uh yeah. stealing your uh exterior decorating. Who came up with that idea? Was it you or your wife? what the, the whole outdoor space on the patio that you guys have that you basically live on um i don't know i mean we were definitely in like lockstep about getting a tv she i mean she did all the like purchasing of furniture and painting i when before we even moved into our place i knew i was like can definitely build a shower right there for sure yeah and i was like we'll lay this pad down this concrete pad and i was like and I've always wanted a sauna and I've always known those little barrel saunas are like sleek and you can put them anywhere. So I was just like, that'll go in at some point, but. <laughs> so you've been, um, you've been eyeing it or planning ahead on this one. I've been eyeing that for like five years. So nice. Well, I, I remember our, our episode of talking about the home gym did really good. Uh, we may need to do like an updated one now that I'm going to put together a home gym and you've, you've updated the home gym with the, with the sauna. Oh, nice. now too. Yeah, yeah. That's a, uh, 
that that's that was a popular one. Maybe I'll I'll throw the link to that one in the uh, the description of this because people got a lot out of that. Especially you, so many people are still working out at home. A lot of people haven't gone back to gym. I can't imagine. I mean, I had I work out at work, which is a gym, yeah, in the mornings. But Caitlin doesn't go to a gym anymore. Yeah. And I used to have a gym membership to kind of like fool around on in, but. I can't imagine going back to a gym. Like, it just, oh, I got to drive there? It's, it's such a waste. It's, it's so convenient yeah. to just be sitting in my kitchen drinking coffee and be like, all right, I'm going to walk four feet and go train. Oh, totally, yeah. It's, it can be distracting at times for sure, but it's still, I think the convenience, like, gets me to work out more, like, uh, and, like, play around with things too, so. 100%. Do you, are you, how long are your sessions right now? Are you still keeping them kind of on the short end because work's so busy right now? Yeah, strength work is typically probably 50 minutes to an hour. Okay. And I could probably do that faster if I wanted to. Um, inevitably, I do those at work. So I'm like, oh, yeah, let me go, like, look at this email real quick. Like, I, I, I do little things, but it's usually 50 minutes to an hour. And then mobility work is, I mean, like I said, the bridge work is usually 30 minutes tops. Sometimes I might drag it out a little longer if I've got a lot of time and I'm maybe at the park. I might, like show for like five minutes in between various sets of things. Uh, and then front and middle is anywhere from 40 minutes to 50 minutes. Okay, so you're, you're keeping it pretty conservative. You're not training for like two plus hours here or anything like that. No, that's a, uh, it'd be fun to do every now and then, but I just, I feel like I'm, I'm hitting a good stimulus. So honestly getting in and out for me, like 45 minutes to a 60 minutes is, is the sweet spot where I feel like I've been super efficient. I did a bunch of quality work and it didn't drag on, or I was just, you know, beating myself down. And I feel so much better going into the next session too. Yeah. Are you still military pressing too? Um, yeah. I, I, like do, I haven't seen any of those lately. Well, I do dumbbell presses at work. If okay. I, if I somehow hit a press session at home, I'll use the barbell. We don't have a, a standard barbell like that at work, but I'll do dumbbell mil military press. Um, and I've been doing those with the fat grips. I like, I like that. Still with the fat grips. Still with the fat grips. Yeah. It's uh, I did some stuff the other day without them just to see. And it was like, your hands feel like an inch longer. Like it's crazy. <laughs> it's noticeably different. Well, the, the fat grips, I think we talked about this on another episode. It, it should be helping your back squat too. Increasing your grip strength, strength literally helps everything. Oh, sure. I, you know, I, I probably haven't deadlifted in like, like, I've done like, uh, like stiff leg deadlifts, yeah. like working on hamstring mobility essentially, but I haven't like gone to near max deadlift in probably like two years. So I should honestly try that. Just you should see. test it and see where you're at with that and see if it's, if it's gone, you know, stay the same, gone down or even gone up. Honestly, um, now that you're lifting and doing some grip work, I wouldn't be surprised if it's even gone up. That'd be crazy. Yeah. That'd be cool. And the, the Nordics I'm sure would translate well. So yeah, when when I don't deadlift and I just do Nordics, the deadlifting seems to come back pretty well. Um, but I'm always I'm always hesitant to make that claim just because previously, back when I lifted a lot, I had a three times body weight deadlift. Now, granted, that was when I weighed like 142 pounds, so it was it was a 425 pound deadlift. So it, it's still, you know, it's still a lot, yeah. That's a, that's a decent deadlift for someone at my my size. So, you know, it's just a move. Like it's it's like watching somebody that has an Olympic lift in a while. They're still relatively competent at it. You know what I mean? 
Um, like I just have a really good base with it. So I'm hesitant to be like, oh, I just do Nordics now and I can still go deadlift, you know, two and a half times my body weight or whatever. Cause maybe, maybe not even doing Nordics would still maintain it. So it's tough to say, but you're doing some sort of hamstring strengthening. So I wouldn't be surprised um, if your deadlifts improved and those Nordics are getting a lot stronger too. Yeah, no, And I, I mean, I do two leg sessions a week, but and Nordics only once a week, but I'm, I feel like I almost can't do any more hamstring work. Cause I'm like that soreness lingers for a while. Like it's just a, that's a crazy exercise. Well, it's rough, especially if you're going to try to combine mobility work with it too. You need like that sweet spot of kind of like in between. Yeah. Are you doing higher rep Nordic still, or are you doing lower? Or are you just working like uh, max doubles or whatever right now? I do. I think my last session I hit the first two sets were doubles. And then I just tried to do singles with uh essentially the straightest torso I could like trying to have as minimal hip bend as possible. Um, and I probably got four, maybe five of those with a decent hip bend. And then I might've done one or two eccentrics after that. Okay. It sounds like you're still making progress on it. Yeah. And I mean, after that, that's in total probably 10 reps and I'm absolutely, my hamstrings are destroyed in a Your good ham- way. Hamstrings are fried. Yes. Are you supersetting that with those KOT squats? Usually, yeah. Okay. And those are helping the back squats still? I think so. I mean, I don't play around with heavy weight on back squats. I usually play around with tempo and range of motion. Um, Like the other, the last Saturday, I was doing box squats to yoga blocks. Like, so just barely off the ground, like trying to. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Which I think increased my depth by i mean maybe a centimeter or so but it was definitely lower than i would normally go probably felt Um, a lot deeper though it did yeah but you get to sit down for a second so (laughs) um in a way it's easier but yeah so i just play around with stuff like that on back squats no real uh like goal for weight or anything like that you know what you should we should probably do here soon for for an episode we should do because what is it like so we're recording this it all depends on when it's released um, we're recording this, um, you know, mid early December still. We we should do one on, uh, you know, goal setting coming up with the new year. I feel like that would be a, a good episode and kind of how to approach, um, you know, training goals in the new year, how to prioritize, how not, not to overwhelm yourself or kind of choose goals that would complement themselves, you know, between strength and mobility. I feel like that'd be a solid episode. I might have lost John there. Or it could just be my crappy Wi-Fi. I'll just uh I'll sit here awkwardly in silence for, you know, another thirty seconds. Hopefully John pops back on. It uh it froze here with John. John's face. It still looks beautiful, people. So I don't think there's any hope at this point in time. So we're going to call it. This is even more uncomfortable because I have to close it out. Uh, um, yep, he just totally left. All right, I'm, I'm going to try to close it out. No no hope that I'm going to do as good as John. So, guys, I'm already mumbling here. It's like an awkward, awkward like first date. Um, ideas for the podcast. Shoot me or John a message. We'd love to jam on a new topic. Um, reviews like them, post them on your story. Um, shit, he does such a good job on this. Um, whatever. 
it doesn't matter. Uh, I'm going to call it right here. Thanks for listening, guys.